You ready? All right, turn it on. <clears throat> we welcome you again to uh, Landmark Baptist Church uh, services as we're having them now. And I want to um, I, I want to say something before I get started today, and that is, um, you know, I have found that my life is one whole day of nothing but praying. You know, I pray, you know, the Bible says we should pray continually. Well, that's been my life in the last, last several, well, actually the last two or three weeks. And uh, I pray for every one of you. Never fail to do it. Uh, anytime I pray, I pray that God will keep you safe. I pray that God will watch over you during these times. These are some trying times that has come up on us. But I want to read some scripture to you here today to begin our message. And we, we know we have a prayer request, but, uh, you know, God knows who they are, and you know who they are that needs prayer at this time. And so I guess all of us need prayer at this time. But I want to read a text to you from Genesis 26. And we, we want to welcome, we've got uh, two folks here today, uh, Sister Carmen and Brother Neil. They're, they're well separated. One of them's in the back of the building, the other one's up here. So um, we welcome them today. Thankful, thankful that they came in. Um, but uh, in Genesis 26, in verse 17, I want to read a few verses here to you says, And Isaac departed thence and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar and dwelt there. And Isaac digged again the wells of water, which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father, for the Philistines had stopped them, that is, stopped them up after the death of Abraham. And he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. And Isaac's servant, servants digged in the valley and found there a well of springing water. And the herdsmen of Gerard did strive with Isaac and, and his herdsmen, saving, the water is ours, or saying the water is ours. And he called the name of the of the well Essek, because they strove with him. And they digged another well, and strove for that also. And he called the name of it uh, Silnah. And he and he removed from thence, and digged another well, for that they strove not. And he called the name of it Rehoboth. And he said, For now. The Lord hath made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land. And he went up from hence in to Beersheba, and 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 the Lord ap appeared unto him the same night and said, I am the God of Abraham, and the Father, thy Father, fear not, for I am with thee. And will bless thee and multiply thy seed for my servant Adam's, uh, Abraham's sake. 
And he built an altar there and called upon the name of the Lord, the name of the Lord and pitched a tent there. And there Isaac's servant digged a well. Now I want to go over to verse 28 of the same, of the same text. I want to read verse 28 because it's part, part of this message. He says, and they said, we saw certainly that the Lord was with thee. And we said, let there be now a, uh, an oath betwixt us, even betwixt us and thee, and let us make it, make a covenant with thee. Let's go Lord in prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. Thank you for the blessings of it. And Lord, I just pray that you'll see fit to bless us today. And, and Lord, uh, this is some trying times and, and, and these are some times that, uh, that none of us expected to come. But, Lord, I'm thankful that you have upheld us, kept us strong during this time, and I'm thankful, Lord, that I'm still able to come over here and, and preach these messages and, and hoping and praying that our people will listen to them, and, and Lord, and, and they'll be good for them. And, Lord, I just pray that you'll see fit to keep every one of us, Lord. We, we all are in the same, we're all in the same shape, Lord. Every one of us. None of us are any different. We're all in the same shape. We're all, we're all trying to uh, live in a time when things are very troubling. Now, Lord, I just pray that you'll bless us and take, take care of all those that are sick, Lord. You know who they are. We know who they are. And Lord, I just pray that you'll go with them and Lift them up and strengthen them. Thank you, Lord, for everything. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I'm I'm using another verse that I've heard used several times this week on this this, uh, virtual Bible conference that they've been having in which I'm saddened because I was invited to preach in that, but uh, I wasn't able to because I don't have the the facility, the things to do it with, and I, I guess that's my fault because I haven't, I've, I've just stayed the way I am for many, many years now. But I've heard this verse used, and I want to use it also as a text verse, and I want to quote it. it says, "But my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus." I've heard that verse used several times throughout this, uh, uh, those this week, but, but I want to use it again today because this is, uh, this is a time when we have need. Every one of us, we have need. All of us have need. We have need to keep our spirits up. We have need to keep our joy up. We have need to keep ourselves going, uh, as we should. And we know, we know that a lot of things has been halted. A lot of businesses have been halted, a lot of churches have been halted, and a lot of things have been stopped as a result of these things going on. But Lord, we, we don't know those days. I've, uh, Lord, you know, I've been pastoring all these years and I've never seen anything like this. My brother and I were talking and back in 19 and, and 18, they had a terrible, uh, uh, virus back then and there was a lot of people died hundreds hundreds thousands of them died during that time 
And that was just before, that was just right after World War I started. But I, my brother and I were talking the other day, and my brother said, do you realize that dad and mom lived through this same thing? My dad was born in 1909, and, it started, and it's, the thing came up around 1918. My mother was born in 1915, so she was only three years old, but she had a, of course, she was with her mom and daddy and those things, but they lived through this. And, and you just wonder, back in those days, they don't, they don't have the, the media that we have today. Back in those days, they didn't have these things. They, they didn't have the internet. They didn't have live streaming and all those things that are going on now. But one, but, but they got through, they got through it. They got through it. They, they really did. I, I never, I never heard my dad and mom ever talk about it. I did hear my dad back many years ago when I was younger. I remember my dad, uh, said something about a terrible time they had just before, uh, right at about the time that World War One started. And I thought he was talking about World War One, but my brother and I got to, comp- got to, got to talking the other day and he was talking about the terrible virus that they had back in those days that killed thousands of people and so we uh we just wondered today you know we we have so much today you know we have so many instructions today that I don't know if I'm doing things right or not I don't I don't know if I'm cleaning my hands when I'm supposed to I don't know you know I've, I've never been one except maybe in the bed at nights I've never been one that has messed with my face any. I mean, you can tell I haven't done much work on it. But but the thing about it is, I haven't been one that's ever done that. But I've seen people, uh, I was in one of the stores here the other day. I don't know if any of you heard me say this. I don't even know if I've said it before or may have. But I was in one of the stores the other day, and the lady was sticking her finger in her mouth and opening up those plastic bags. And, and she, she was, she was checking people out. And I looked at her and I said, I can't believe you just did that. She knew me and I knew her. I said, I can't believe you just did that. She looked at me and she said, of all people, she said, you should know that if God wants us to have this, he'll give it to us. If you don't want us to have it, he won't give it to us. I said, I, I believe that. I believe that. But I said, you've got to realize God has also told us, you know, that we, that we're, we're responsible to take care of this temple in which He dwells. And so, but that, that ended that conversation right there. But the fact is, you know, you got people out there that don't care. You know, like us, like what I was telling about my dad and mom, they didn't have, they didn't have this stuff. They didn't have the media. They didn't have television. Matter of fact, I don't even remember. I remember somebody gave us, when I was about 9 or 10 years old, somebody gave us an old big radio, about as big as this pulpit. And we used to listen to that thing. It was so grindy. You couldn't, you, but we used to get right up next to it and listen to it. And uh, But they didn't have this stuff. But, boy, I tell you, today, some, sometimes today we may have too much. I don't know. We may have too much stuff because... It's just confusing people. It's not, it's not helping people any. But I'm hoping and praying today that maybe, maybe I can make some sense out of 
what's going on. I've titled this message this morning, The Trial of Faith. Now, not, not the trial of any certain person's faith, but just in, in a generic or general sense, the trial of faith. You know, regardless of whether we realize it or not or whether we care or not, God's going to try our faith. He's going to try our faith. Back in, back in the early 1900s, he tried people's faith. Now he's going to try people's faith. He hasn't stopped trying people's faith. It's always been, it's always been that sense ever since, ever since we've been there. Now, if one does not believe these days are trying times, then one has never had his or her faith, if they have any, tried. You know, if, if you don't think these are trying times, and I tell you, I, 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 sometimes I try to keep from looking, but, uh, this week in particular, I've been, I've been on, uh, been using, I don't have been, I don't have Facebook and I don't even have anything, but I've been watching, looking at some of my wives. And I've seen people who, who got, got out of school, they got off of work, and, 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 and they, they did that so they could separate themselves. They wouldn't, but I've seen them up in bunches. I've seen them up in stacks. I, I, I mean, young people. You know, it, it's one thing, and I, I want to tell you folks, when you talk about the trying of our faith, you know, we, did you know, and, and I believe this is what I've been heard, and that, like I said, all I've heard, all I've heard is what I've heard on the media. I, I don't know anything, but I've heard that some young people can have this and never have any symptoms. But you know what the problem is, folks, and I'm going to tell all of our young people here, and, and I hope they will tell their children that when they get out there in a mix like that, they may not ever show it, but they may bring it right back to their parents. Well, you say, well, their parents are young and, and can take it. But, boy, I'm going to tell you, their grandparents aren't. Their grandparents aren't. I'm going to tell you, folks, they say over 65. But I'm telling you, uh, uh, we had a the one, the one of the men died that I heard about was 51 years old. He, he had it, and, 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 uh, and it killed him. Because they, they said, well, he has some underlying condition. How many of us don't, maybe we've got an underlying condition. We may be right today, maybe walking around with cancer. Who knows? But, but it, it'll take that to, to eventually bring it out if we do. The greatest example of faith is recorded in the text that I just read to you. And I, I, I'm pardon my reading because, uh, I do have trouble seeing. But anyway, um, the greatest um, example of faith is, is, is recorded in our text. The Israelites needed water. Isaac went to the valley of Gerar, where his father Abraham had dug many wells before. And after, uh, after Abraham died, the Philistines, they filled all the wells up and, and, and covered them up. But Isaac knew that there were whales there. He knew that they'd been whales dug there. So he went there to find those whales. Isaac knew there were whales. Remember how 
I preached here some time back. I hope you listened to it. The ox knows his, his owner, and he asks his master's crib. You know, th- there's, there's things that we know. There's things that we know as God's children. You know, they're, they're, but there's things we don't know. When this thing has come up on us here, there are things that we don't know. I didn't know, honestly, I did not know till yesterday that a young person can have this and never have any symptoms. I, I didn't know that. I, I, I heard that yesterday. And I, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have bothered me one bit, uh, to hug one of these kids here at church and to kiss them on the head like I normally do. I said it wouldn't bother me at all. But, uh, but the thing about it is, is these are times when you've got to suspect that everybody's got it. I mean, that's what you got to do. You got to suspect that everybody has it. Well, well, uh, we, we understand that. We know that we know a lot of things. Well, Isaac knew that, that his father had dug many wells before he, he sent his servant to dig a well and they found water. But the inhabitants of Gerard sent, uh, strove with the servants of Isaac and took over the whale and, and, uh, and claimed it for their own. It would have been easy for Isaac to, just to move on. It had been easy for him to just to move on. Well, what did he do? He moved down the road a little piece. He moved down the road a little piece and he dug another well. The Gerard Hersman strove and claimed it also. Well, it'd been easy for him to say, well, I might as well quit here because they're going to, they're going to, they're going to claim every well we dig here. Then, but this did not hinder Isaac's faith. He dug yet another well and the Gerard Hersman strove and claimed it. Now this is three he's dug and they've claimed all three of them. Isaac, Isaac's servant dug yet another well, but there was no striving, and Isaac and his, his band claimed it for their own. He called the name of the, of it Rehoboth, which means victory through yielding. Now, if we're, if we're to have victory through yielding, then we're not, we're not to let this, this thing do us in. We're not to let this thing stop it, make us quit. You know, I, I've, I've wondered and I prayed about it and, and I've had preachers that have called me. I probably had 20 preachers have called me over the last uh, month or so. And I've had preachers call me and I, the question they ask me is, how many of your people will come back when y'all get to meet together? I said, I'll hope every one of them. But then again, uh, then again, you don't know. You know, people without a shepherd, which, yeah, I'm still pastor, but I'm not shepherding right now. No way, no way, like I've said before, this is not a church service. This, this is just a preaching time when we can get the word out, just like all of those preachers that have been preaching on that, uh, uh, virtual a Bible conference. That's not a church service. But some people act like it's a church service. They act like it was, it was a substitute for going, for, for going in the Lord's house. But it, it's not. It's not. It's, it's not a substitute for it. 
never has been, a, never will be a substitute for it. In other words, victory through yielding means keeping on and keeping on. That's what yielding means. Yielding means keeping on, keeping on. When something happens, you just go on. When something else happens, you just go on. When something else happens, you just go on. You know, you just go on, and, and as time comes, and time comes that you can change things, then you can change those things in your life at that particular time. Now, we find ourselves striving to open up the waters of blessings for the, for these days. We strive sometimes. We, we find ourselves striving to open up waters of blessings for these days. We quickly find that not every well we dig yields contentment. You know, we may say, well, we've got it made. I went, I went to, uh, Bilo yesterday. Well, I had on a pair of sunglasses that wrapped all the way around my head. I had a mask on. And I thought, well, now nobody's going to know who I am. Guess what? This old black lady came up to me and she said, preacher, she said, aren't you pretty lonely that you lost your best friend? Talking about the mayor. I said, I sure am. She said, well, I know you and him were great friends. She had a mask on too, but she, she, she the black lady, but she didn't, it did not stop her from knowing who this preacher was as he was walking around with it looking like a zombie of some kind. But, uh, but she didn't know who he was, but, but at any rate, uh, uh, you know, you, you meet people and you'll find that, you know, when she walked up to me about far from here to the front of this pulpit, started talking to me, I said, well, this spacing has failed. I can't find any contentment in this. You know, we, we think, I thought, well, I'd wrap myself up. Get myself ready, go in there, and I can go in there and get a few things and come back out, and there won't, and there won't, nobody ever know I was there. But that's not, that's not the way it works. You know, we, we dig a lot of wells. We think, we think, well, we got this thing made. We got this thing made. We got it, we got it made. But then quickly our contentment leaves us, the contentment that we get out of it. We find we must have Faith and continue to look for the medium which satisfies our spiritual longing. We got to keep doing that. Just keep doing that, you know. And, and as a glad, I said, I'm glad that uh, Carmen's here today. I'm glad Neil's here. I'm glad Adam's here. I'm glad they're here today because it makes it a whole lot easier on me, somewhat. You know, it's it goes back to the days when sometimes I didn't have a three or four people. But, uh, but this is, uh, it helps out. But, uh, right now I'm content. I'm doing exactly what God has called me to do. And I'm doing it at a time that, that, that God has set me in. And, and I'm thankful for that. But, uh, but we, we've all got to, uh, we, we've got to look for the medium which satisfies our spiritual longing. Whether some believe it or not, being able to assemble ourselves in the house of the Lord will satisfy this spiritual self. The, the minute that we're able to 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 um, come together in the house of the Lord, that's going to satisfy our spiritual yearning. Because that should be our yearning. As I've said before, and I'll probably say it again, 
for, for all this time is over with. Israel went 70 years before they ever got to worship again. 70 years. Now, it may be a year before we get to worship again. I don't know how this is going to go. You know, it may, it may be a year before we can come together again. I don't know. I don't know, but they went 70 years. And Ezra went up to Jerusalem. Nehemiah went up and built the wall around it. And, Israel, and, 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 and Ezra went up to Jerusalem, and he started the worship again. Guess what? There was probably one or two million people that made their way to Jerusalem just to worship. And the minute he opened up the, 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 the scroll, got up on the, got up the pulpit, just like I am right now, and he opened up the scroll, everybody stood up. And you, when you read that, you read that, you'll find that that lasted three days. That lasted three days. Those people were so happy to get to worship again that their spiritual longings were satisfied that one time right there. Because they'd been waiting and they'd been waiting and they'd been waiting for a time to worship. No, they didn't go out and try to find joy at the beach. They didn't go out, they didn't go out and try to find joy at the, in the mountains or at the lakes and all this. No, they waited. They waited and they waited for that time that God had promised them that they would, they would eventually get to worship again. And they waited on that time and that time came. Came through Ezra. It came through uh, Nehemiah. It, it came through the king of the land that day. Came through the king of the land and gave them all the money they needed to go rebuild the wall and to set up the, set up for worship again. It came through all of those and they, they waited on that time and that time came. So, but we find ourselves in, 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 in the same situation. And I want to reiterate this. This is not a church service. As we see it today, I don't, I don't look at it as a church service. I'll be glad when we can have another church service. I'll be glad when everybody can come back. As we look to the Lord, we find the great provisions of the Lord. Uh, we find those great provisions of the Lord. Isaac said, the Lord hath made room for us. The Lord had made room for us. Well, let me tell you, there's a day coming when God's going to make room for us too. I believe it. I believe the day's coming. I, I may not be here. I'm, you know, you, you know, I'm, I'm an old man now. And I told Rhonda the other day, I said, if this don't get me, there's something going to get me soon. You know, I, there's no use to me worrying about it now, being concerned about it now. I said, I'm more concerned about my two daughters that has to go out there and, 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 and nurse people and, and such and my, my granddaughter. My concern is for all of them, you know, all these uh, health care providers and everything. My concern is for all of those. But, uh, but right now, right now, uh, the Lord told Isaac, said, we have made room for you. I do believe the Lord can and will make room for his children during these hard times. He made, he made, uh, atoning room for us on Calvary's tree, also in the glorious gospel, also in him, in, in him dwelling in our hearts. And last but certainly not least, he made room for us in heaven. Mate, 
already made. He made room for us. He told Isaac, he said, I'll make room for you. You know, just stay right where you are. Dwell right there where you are. I'll make room for you. And certainly, I'm telling you this, that God has made room for us. Now, I'm thankful to God. I tell you, I'm thankful to God every day. And and I, I still wonder sometimes the billions and billions and billions of people that have lived upon the face of the earth, all kinds of people. You know, I, I, I was watching TV the other day, and I saw uh, some some natives that got killed, and I thought to myself, first thing came to my mind, I said, they got a soul too. They got a soul too. And I said, we sit here and say, well, they were just they were just ignorant natives. They were just ignorant jungle people. But they've got a soul too. And, and these people died in the billions and billions that have lived upon the face of the earth. Why would God choose me? And I'm going to tell you, I sit and I, I wonder, why would God choose any of you? You know, it, it, it has to be, it has to be mercy. It has to be grace. That's, that's the only thing we can say is, he, so he made atoning room for us on Calvary's tree. <clears throat> he, uh, when, when the Lord makes room for us, He also makes room for every gift and talent we have. You know what I've seen? I've seen people with talent not using it. We, and I'm going to say this, and maybe this is a good time to say it. Uh, we have a lot of talent here at Landmark Baptist Church that's not being used. We do. Singing talent. All of, all of y'all can sing. You, somebody said, well, it's because you can't sing, you think everybody else can sing. Well, I'm telling you, everybody can, y'all can sing. You sure can. I listen to you. I listen to these kids up here. They can sing. <coughs> the, <coughs> excuse me, little Ella can sing. I won't get any of that on you, Carmen. <laughs> little, 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 little Ella can sing. And, and some of these kids can sing. And, uh, and, but but let me tell you, you know what I'm seeing in this day and time? I, I'm seeing that some today who have hung their instruments on the willows, feeling that there are times for mourning. This is no time for mourning. This is a time for rejoicing in the Lord for all his bounties that he has provided for us. Is there anybody at Landmark Baptist Church going hungry? Call me. If you're going hungry right now, call me. I'll see that you get something to eat. You know, let me tell you, God has, God has made room for all of us. He's made room for us, but yet we don't take that room in. You know, those talents that God has given us, we, we, we need, we need to take those talents and we need to use them as God, as God has given us these things. As we look to the Lord, we find great promises uh, from the Lord. The Bible states, the Lord appeared unto him, talking about Isaac, the Lord appeared unto him and said, I will bless thee. Isn't that amazing? I will bless thee. Oh boy, I tell you, the Lord, uh, uh, the Lord told Isaac, said, I will bless thee. Oh, I tell you, isn't that wonderful? Does anybody feel that the Lord's not blessing them? I had a man one time many years ago. He was a deacon, and he 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 had a heart attack, 
And I went to the hospital to see him. And first thing he said to me, I've told this story before, but it's always worth telling. First thing he said to me was, he said, Paul, he said, the Lord is expecting too much of me. He wasn't a member of my church. He was a member of the church I was a member of. Rhonda and I were a member of at that time. That's, I was saved in the church that Rhonda was going to. And, um, and, and he was a member of that church. And he knew that I'd been saved and he knew that I'd been, I was preaching. And, uh, but he said, Paul, he said, the Lord expects too much of me. Well, let me tell you, folks, the Lord blesses us continually and faithfully does he bless us. The herdsmen of Gerard may have taken his whale, but they could not touch the blessings God had for Isaac. They could not touch them. They, oh, they could strive. They could whip the uh, Isaac's people. Uh, I doubt that Isaac's people even followed them. I just, they just went in there and, and they just over, overrun them and, and they took the whales away from them. But let me tell you folks, they couldn't take the blessings that God had given Isaac. They could not take those away from him. No way, shape, nor form. This thing going on right now cannot take our blessings. I'm, I'm blessed today. Uh, and, and I'm blessed. I'll be blessed this Wednesday night. And I'll be blessed next Sunday if this thing goes on like it is. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed today. I'm, I'm blessed by seeing Adam. I'm blessed by seeing Neil. And that's, that's unusual. <laughs> and, and, and I, I'm blessed by seeing Carmen. You know, and I'm blessed by seeing these folks. And, and I don't mean that every one of you need to run over here on Sunday morning. But, uh, but, uh, Carmen took doves on that the first Sunday that we had it. So, uh, so that's, uh, that's why I'm blessed. And I'm going to tell you this. <clears throat> this situation we're in today will take each of us back to the many places where God blessed us. Take us back to the many places where God blessed us. May the 27th, 1967, will always be in my heart. That's when the Lord saved me. May the, that was, I mean, March, I said May, March the 27th. That was this past Friday. This past Friday, I'd been saved 53 years this past Friday. And, um, and it's amazing, you know, it always takes me back to that day. I can sit, I can sit, I sit Friday and I said, I remember exactly what happened that day. I remember exactly what happened that day. I walked in, Rhonda, I asked Rhonda, I said, do you remember what happened that day? She said, I sure do. Me and her had only been married about eight months. She said, you walked in the house, you walked right by me. I was waiting on a kiss, uh, welcome you home. And she said, you walked right by me and said, you went straight to the bathroom and you said you kneel down at the tub and that's where the Lord saved you. I said, that's exactly what happened. She hadn't forgotten that day either. And she hadn't forgotten the day that she was saved. She hadn't forgotten that day. She don't talk much about it, but she hadn't forgotten that day either. It's a time when when, when we, when we, it's time for us to go back to the blessing that the Lord has given us and, and bring ourselves forward and see where we are today. Where are we today? You know, where, how do we stand today? You know, I, I'm just, I'm just thinking about, you know, Carmen brings back to my memory. I know exactly 
when Carmen and the kids came over from Dublin and started coming to church. I remember that day just as, just as clear as just as clear as everything. And I remember the day when they started trusting the Lord and and we, we had a baptism in a pool that was so cold. It was in February that when I finally came out, I baptized three or four people that one day. And I came out of that pool and my legs were so stiff I couldn't walk on them. They were frozen. They were frozen. I mean, that water was cold. Well, you, you won't forget those times and those days. As we look to the Lord, we find the very presence of the Lord. The Lord has said many times, Fear not, I am with thee. That's what he told Isaac in verse 28 of our text. I read it to you, verse 28. Verse 28 of our text, he says right there, he says, And they said, We saw certainly that the Lord was with thee. They they saw it. Does the Lord, do people see that the Lord is with us? You know, or are we are we going out and doing things where people wonder, if we got any sense, I had a man call me, I believe it was maybe Thursday or Friday. I don't remember the days. I've had so many calls here lately. Had a man call me, and the first thing he said, he said, what's wrong with people? That's the way he said it. He said, what's wrong with people, preacher? I said, wait just a minute now. I said, what are you talking about what's wrong with people? He said, I see people stacking up, and I see people doing things and going and and, and gathering themselves together when we're supposed to be separate. He said, are people that stupid? I said, well, I guess. He called me up, just just tell me that. And I said, whoa, let's wait just a minute now. I said, let's get down to some easy talking. Well, he went on for a little while, and then finally we got down to some 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 simple talking. And uh, and I had opportunity to tell him about the Lord and 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 he said, Well I don't I don't mean and this way he said, he said, I don't want to know the Lord. And I, I knew the man and he's an atheist. I I knew the man. He 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 called me up just to let me know that there's not very many Christian people out here. That's all he called me up for, to, to let me know, because he talked to me before. But we look to the Lord for the very presence of the Lord. Fear not, I am with thee. And, the, and even the, the Gerards, the, the people of Gerard, they knew that God was with him when God, when he kept doing, he kept digging those wells until he found one when the Lord told him to stay. And lastly, no, it's not lastly, Soon will be. As we look to the Lord, we find the very presence of the, well, that's where, that's where I am right now. We know who is sane and who is not. We, we know, we, 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 when the terrible things <clears throat> arrive in the world which seek to rob us of some of the wells of our sanity, we know who is sane. And who is not? That's what brought me to this point, talking about the man who's talking about everybody being crazy. We know, we know God knows who is doing. I, I say, I'm sorry. We know God knows what He's doing, and we need to be very thankful He lets us know of the majestic truth of what He's doing. I, I don't see how people make it 
who don't believe that God is sovereign. I just don't see. I don't see how they make it. I don't see. I don't see how they do it. How God knows. Uh, he uh, had a preacher call me up from Kentucky, and and he said, "I tell you," he said, "our preacher, until we had to stop going to church, he said our preacher preached on the sovereignty of God." He said, "I've been going there for a while," and he said, "I've never heard him preach that much on the sovereignty of God." But he said, our preacher preached on the sovereignty of God. I said, well, you believe it, don't you? He said, I do now. He said, I sure do. He said, that's why I'm calling you. He said, I do now because he said, I know I know how strong you have been on it. So we know who is sane and who's not. But we're thankful that God knows, God knows what he's doing. Abiding in his presence, we will be hid from the terrible tongues and kept as kept, and he'll be, will be kept as the apple of his eye. That's what he told uh, Jacob. He said, you, you, "You're the apple of my eye." You know, we'll be kept there. Remember, remember. I'm sorry. Remember how the Lord said, "Take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink?'" Whither with shall we be clothed? For your heavenly Father knoweth you have need of all those things. He says, But seek ye first the kingdom of the Lord and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto us, or you. All these things are going to be added to us. You know, we we worry about we got enough clothes, got enough shoes. If we if we got enough, and I don't, I don't. I, I'll, I'll never forget the time when my dad came here. I was I was up there, and I was preaching at Cynthiana that, that that Sunday, and I was staying with dad and mom, and they getting ready to go to church as I was getting ready to go. Cynthia, they live about fifty miles from Cynthiana. And uh, my dad come out dressed up, and he had on a pair of two-color shoes. They had the, the toes was white, and the rest of the shoe was brown. I looked at Dad, and I said, Dad, those are some classy shoes you're wearing. He said, yeah, I bought those back in 1954. And he said, they've been the best pair of shoes I've ever worn. I said, I bet you hadn't worn them over five, six times. He said, well, I haven't. But he still, he was wearing shoes that Sunday that he bought in 1954. That was, that was, that was back in, that was, that was way back in the 1970s. But he had bought those shoes back in 1954. And lastly, and certainly not least, as, as we look to the Lord, we find the power of God. The people of the land told Isaac and his band of servants, we saw certainly that the Lord was with thee. Lord was with thee. Isaac showed his faith by continually digging wells until he found one he could claim for his own. Toiling on, toiling on, for God has promised us that he's going to take care of us. It was the great apostle Paul who said, and I'm going to use this again, my God shall supply all of your needs in Christ Jesus. May God bless you today. May God keep you. And I look forward to preaching to you again on Wednesday. Let's let's dismiss in prayer.
Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Thank you for the blessing of it. Thank you for this message, Lord. I just pray that you'll bless us in everything, Lord. I pray that you'll help us. I pray that soon, Lord, we'll be, we'll be, be able to get back together. I, I want to see, I want to see Landmark Baptist Church back together. I want to see everybody here. I want to see everybody happy. And I want to see everybody rejoicing that we can come together. Thank you, Lord, for everything. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.